What's so weird about Austin, and why does everyone want to go there? Find out in this episode. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust. Welcome to the Travel FOMO podcast. I'm Hillary Houghton, and I am here with my co-host and my husband, Jamin. That's and, me. <laughs> and we are in the middle of our Cities in the States season. <laughs> That's right. And today we're taking you down to Austin, Texas, a live music capital of the world, home to South by Southwest, Austin City Limits, um, famous people like Willie Nelson. Yeah. And the Minister of Culture that makes sure all your lights are green lights. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my gosh. That was a really good one. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a great impersonation. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) And while we kick this off, we want you guys to go ahead and subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you are listening. It will make it so much easier for you to catch the next episode and the next episode and the episode after that. Yep. And you're going to want to. There's a lot of of exciting stuff coming. Exactly. Yes. So first and foremost, Austin. I mean, it's all about Texas politics. Yes. Heavy. Oh, yeah. People talk about the arts. It is got a ton of artistic people there, but it's also really heavy in Texas politics. Yeah. Um, the state capitol is there. Yep. Um, and it's gorgeous. Um, and the governor's mansion is there, um, which is uh, really cool. Just right there. I actually got to tour it. And it was That's pretty. That's right. Yeah, it was kind of neat to see. Not nearly as big as I thought. Like, I expected, like, a mansion. But it. It's an old mansion, so it's not like the most the most enormous thing in the world. But um, it's also in smack dab in the middle of Austin, so it did not feel nearly as private as one would think. Gotcha. I thought that was kind of interesting. I, if I remember right, there was like a pool with like a wrought iron fence around it. So you can imagine like I probably wouldn't go hang out in my pool <laughs> with like this fence that like didn't even give me any privacy. You think the so. governor is out there yelling at the neighbor kids to like <laughs> stay off his lawn? <laughs> right. That's kind of um, kind of funny, but um, it's also right there. You've got like the ca- the Capitol, the governor's mansion, um, a ton of offices and all kinds of stuff. But then also the UT campus is yeah. right there, and a cool campus. It's a cool campus, and it really it it's so cool how it has this amazing view that goes straight down campus um, and straight up to the um, cap- Capitol building. Yeah, it's really neat. You just kind of look straight south and you see the capital and um, it's kind of enchanting especially at night um, and then it's also home to a bunch of different events um, when you're talking about politics one of the big events is the Texas Tribune Festival yes and that is something you and I both got to go to quite a bit yeah you uh, you had to work it like several times and I got yeah. to tag along which was great fun. Yeah, yeah it was a great excuse to be in Austin um, and one of the things I remember specifically was a party that we went to in the president's office um, on the UT campus. So imagine the UT president. Mm -hmm. Um, He has this office. It's up at the top of this tall tower um, in the center of campus. And it looks straight down that street. I believe it's Congress Avenue. Yeah. It looks straight down directly at the state capitol. And it was late at night on a Friday or Saturday night. And you just see this amazing view of Austin and um, is is pretty cool. You could also look out to um, uh, to the 
gosh, what would that be? East. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. you could see the football stadium um, yeah. where everyone plays those huge games. And so it was, um, it was really cool to see the campus from, from up on high and um, although hot, I feel like it was at like a thousand degrees. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> and it never fails that I was always there for work, mostly uh, for work. And, um, you know, everyone would be in suits and yeah. ties mm-hmm. and their cowboy boots and all that stuff. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, we are we really dressing up like this in this heat? Just sweating like a mug. Yep. And yes, <laughs> we did. It was crazy. Um, the festival is actually really cool. It's a they call it a festival, but it's um, really just a series of events, you know, that yeah. focus on Texas poli- politics. And um, so there's all kinds of fun things. Um, Bevo the Longhorn, the mascot for the UT, um, for the UT system, it was there. And um, and then there's also, you know, all kinds of famous politicians that spoke. Um, you, They've had all kinds of people like Hillary Clinton, Anthony Fauci, Willie Nelson even spoke. Um, and even like uh, sports enthusiast Lance Armstrong, you know, was uh, yeah. one of the speakers. It's pretty, pretty entertaining. So it really is really interesting. And I, when I first heard about it, I was like, well, I'll come with you because we're going to get to go see Austin. But this like Tribune Festival, like whatever, I'm not super into politics. But then I went and you found out like they talk about all kinds of stuff. And it's really interesting, like doctors or, um, you know, people that do political polling, stuff like that. We, uh, we went to one symposium with a bunch of campaign managers and they talked about strategy and things like that. So it's super interesting, way more than what I thought it would be like initially. So it like, it's a really cool event. Yeah. They, they basically make policy make sense. Yeah. And they make it real for the average person. Mm-hmm. And um, and a lot of that stuff is um, is also streamed online so people could see it. it happens in the fall. And so you could always go online and look and see uh, what what things are available to watch on YouTube or something like that. So, yeah. 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 It's cool. And the food, the food scene in Austin is great, too. Right. We like a good food scene. Yes. And oh, my goodness. So many foodies in Austin. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, food trucks are mm-hmm. really big there, like a lot of unique stuff. Um, I, th- I feel like all the food trucks in Austin that I've tried, they've all been really good. So if you see something, and you're like, that sounds weird, but I bet it could probably be pretty good. It's probably pretty good. You yep. should check it out. Yeah. Um, and then Austin's also really well known for its barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of the big ones, uh, Franklin Barbecue. Um, a lot of people have heard about that. I know like Franklin does like a master class and all that. And he's been on like chase commercials and things, um, for his barbecue, but people get in line and wait for three to four hours for that place to open up. It's like a thing. So crazy. People would stand up and, and wait in line for a barbecue place to open so that they could have lunch. And we actually got to go, as part of a Tribune event, um, they yeah. like closed down the restaurant one evening and uh, there was someone from CNN and like a few other people there that were going to give a little talk. And I didn't care like one piece about that because we were in line for Franklin Barbecue and it was so good. It was and good. I consider myself a little bit of a barbecue connoisseur. I've tried a lot of barbecue. I've eaten a lot of places. I've done the Kansas City barbecue. I've done St. Louis barbecue, the Texas stuff. And to me, 
Franklin barbecue is the best that I've had. Wow. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, if you can if you can go there and if you're willing to spend the money, I found out that because Franklin barbecue the best thing they do is brisket. I found out that you can order a full brisket and you can like come and pick it up. Now you got to like it costs like it's expensive. But if you have a bunch of people that all want to try Franklin barbecue, that's a way to kind of circumvent the line a little bit. That's smart. So, yeah, pro tip there. And it's going to be really expensive. And you're going to be like, is is this going to be worth it? And then you're going to sign up a bunch of friends to help you pay for it. You're going to get it. You're going to taste it. And you're going to tell all of them that you couldn't get it. And you're going to hoard it for yourself and just eat it all. Because it's that good. That's um, funny. I remember it being. I remember being really excited. Um, but I. I remember it being good. I don't remember it like really being so much better than any other barbecue I've had. Mm-hmm. But, it was. Um, it's really good. Yeah. But uh, Salt Lick is there too. They've got a few locations. I will say Salt Lick has a spot in the airport, and I'm not saying that it's bad. But you're not getting the Salt Lick experience. If you if you have it in the airport, um, I think anything. <clears throat> I think we can pretty much guarantee that anything you get in the airport is not going to be quality. Yes, but I like I had this debate with a person once in uh, like a a company that I used to work for, and we were like debating barbecue, and he's like, "Well, I've had Salt Lake," and I was like, "Well, what'd you think?" And he's like, oh, it was okay. And I was like, where'd you have it? And he said, in the airport in Austin. I was like, no, you haven't had, like, you haven't had it. But it, uh, yeah, I would definitely argue. Like, that. yeah, it's really cool. There's, there's one a little bit outside of Austin, and you, like, it's got a few buildings to it. And when you walk in, there's a huge pit that looks like a well. And that's where, like, the barbecue is. So there's a fire down in there in this pit, and all the meat is basically hanging over it, and it's kind of right in the middle. It's a really cool thing to see and uh, to check out. So Salt Lake is pretty good, too. Franklin's a little better, but Salt Lake is good, so you should check it out. Um, True Food Kitchen is one that if you're, like, if you're feeling guilty for how much barbecue you've eaten and you want to eat really clean... Uh, and be good like that that one's a great one um, I loved that one I went there right. with colleagues and yeah. um, it is so um, it's delicious um, it is a little pricey but a lot of things in Austin are pricey so just yeah. note to self yep. um, but the overall vibes there was pretty legit and just fun um, they made you know clean eating look really really fun so yeah <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Arturo's Underground Cafe, like we went there for breakfast one morning, I think. interesting place. Yeah. yeah, we kind of were... Kind of an artsy, cool kind of spot. Yeah, compelled by the underground part of it. Too. Yeah, that, uh, uh, that was cool. I think you've had really good sushi in Austin, too. Uchi sushi, yeah. Oh, my gosh. J.J. White, she like <laughs> got us in at Uchi sushi, and it was unbelievable. We, we ended up going later on. Um, you and I went with J.J. again um, in, in Dallas, uh, in Dallas. Yeah. yeah, when they opened it up in Dallas. And it was good, um, but I remember being most blown away by it in Austin. In Austin, yeah. gotcha. Um, Hop Dotty Burgers um, mm-hmm. is another spot that we've been to a couple times in Austin and always really good. Food's really good. Milkshakes are really good there, too. Uh, so that's one to check out. Um, Matt's El Rancho. Yeah. 
that's a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. They got a great patio and a great Mexican food place and fun vibes. Um, great outdoor eating. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Chewy's is another like they've got locations kind of all over now, mm-hmm. but they were a um, an Austin based uh, chain that that's really good. Um, check them out like burritos kind of a thing. So check that place out. Um, and then what like what was the name of the donut place it's like donut based but it's more than just donuts it's like food yeah gordos gordos that's right gordos public house um so they have like burgers on donuts and stuff like that right like yeah like the bread of the burger is, is a, a donut. donut yeah yeah some really interesting and then just crazy amazing donuts that <laughs> right gourmet yeah gourmet donuts but the whole like burger with donuts for the for the bun is hard like, to forget yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> like you gotta go in for that and i mean the thing about austin too is the food is always um the food scene's always evolving yes so these are just random things we're throwing out there and oh my goodness but by all means like get on yelp and yeah. find out for yourself what is the latest and greatest really cool spot that's there yeah and austin like has little pockets you know, little pockets around the city where of like trendy spots that have a bunch of bunch of restaurants and bars and things. Yeah. And so, like you said, they're always kind of reinventing themselves, becoming new. So go like hop on Yelp, check them out. Uh, same with the night scene there. Like Sixth Street um, is like party scene, you know, and it's a college town. So like there's a lot of bars and stuff that that you can go see. Um we actually went to like a fall festival with uh, your cousin Ashley and her husband Carl when yeah. we were in Austin once. The Pipkins. Yep, we uh, we went and had a good time with them. They they took us around several places and made sure that that we got to go in all the good spots. Uh, Rainy Street is another little area mm-hmm. like that. Uh, we also went to um, a private party that uh, someone had in their condo like downtown as like yeah like a work associate that uh we got to go to and that was that was really cool there was actually a a pride parade that night and a nighttime parade which you never see it's crazy yeah and so i i remember being in like we had been at i think we had been at the trib fest like all day and then we were there we're on this rooftop and there's like a football game on the TV and then this parade coming through at night, like on the street and we could see it and there was just so much going on. And it was like, I feel like I'm in some kind of dream right now because all of these things like shouldn't, shouldn't all be happening at, at, right, like at once. Like yeah. I've, I've somehow mixed up things, but, yeah. um, but that's how Austin is. Like, it's, it's really cool that way. Like you don't know what to expect and it's this sort of blending Mm-hmm. of of everything blending of all these viewpoints because of the politics blending of like the old city and texas and barbecue and all this stuff and blending of like university life and mm-hmm. and all this where it all comes together and kind of makes it makes it weird but makes it really cool yeah 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is exactly how I would describe. If somebody asked me what makes Austin weird, um, I would maybe point that out that like, well, you're just, it's this big pot of a bunch of different stuff. Um, right. And so, you know, you can't imagine seeing such hardcore Republican uh, politicians, you know, on doing all the same things in, in the same restaurant as, you know, with their cowboy hats and their boots and all that kind of stuff. And then in the same restaurant as some, you know, street artist. You right. Know? That's, yeah. It's just really cool. Um, but yeah. And speaking of night scene. Um, one of the things I think is so interesting is um, there's a Driscoll Hotel or the Driscoll Hotel on Sixth mm-hmm. Street, and um, and the reason I say night scene is because it's haunted. You do love a good haunted. I hotel. love a good haunting, unless I'm actually staying overnight and I get a little scared. But <laughs> I think that would be so cool to stay at the Driscoll Hotel and um, and see how real the haunting is. When you're planning a trip. What are the tools you use? Have you ever thought about a better way? To plan more efficiently, to save money, optimize time? We all have some kind of limits on our resources, time, money, energy. Let's find a way to make the most of them. Let's find a way to help each other take the best possible memories with us when we head home from our journey. If your product does that, let's get together and share it here. Austin is also really outdoorsy. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. so much to do outside. And as hot as it gets and as humid as it is, it does not stop anybody. No, it's they crazy. just get after it. Nope. They just they get used to it. There's a ton of runners, I feel like, out mm-hmm. of the Austin area. Um, and they do marathons there and all kinds of stuff. But, um, but I have to say... I have looked into doing races there, and it is really hilly. Yeah, it seems pretty intimidating. Oh, my gosh. So if you live there and you're running a race there, you're well prepped because you've been, you know, you've been running those hills. But, oh, my gosh, if you're coming in from the outside, you better train well. (laughs) Yeah, get ready. It looked really daunting to me. But then there's all kinds of um, activities associated with water, too. Yeah. Because you've got Lady Bird Lake. You've got Lake uh, Lake Travis, excuse me, um, Mm -hmm. Barton Springs. Really cool. So many cool things to do. You can go paddle boarding. I've many mornings sat in a hotel room and starting to get ready for some kind of work event and look down at the river and seen like, oh, people are paddle boarding as the sun comes up. It's so (laughs) amazing. So one of my dreams is to go back and paddle board like in the dawn morning hours and um, and enjoy paddle boarding there. Um, But people go kayaking. Ashley, my cousin, she actually mm-hmm. took me. Um, and we did some kayaking together, and that was fun. Um, the people go swimming in Barton Springs, which is natural springs that they've basically turned into like a, a pool. Um, so it's kind of like in a river, but kind of on its own as a pool. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Like it's a cool little hangout. Pretty cool. Um, and then lots of hiking. Ashley took me hiking too. I just really. Um, Got all got my workout in when I was with her. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other thing that makes Austin weird is the bats. Yeah, yeah. Like How tell crazy. people about that. Like yeah. you went and saw them, right? Right. So, um, so every night at dusk, 
a bunch of people gather on Congress Avenue on the bridge. And so this is the bridge that overlooks the paddleboarding and all these activities. And this that are is happening. like middle of town, right? Like yeah. downtown. Like you're like right next to these huge, huge hotels and everything. Right. Um, and then, you know, the Yeti stores right there where people are shopping and there's the Austin American Statesman right there. And so there's all kinds of stuff happening. But um, everybody gathers on this bridge. And I'm talking about so many people you're like you arrive early just to get a spot so that you can see um and what you're gathering gathering there to see is all of these bats just come flying out from underneath the bridge and they make some laps around up in the air and stuff and then they fly off and it is crazy it's like this huge horde of bats and they've become kind of protected it's become this really cool thing that austin like loves and you know it's their thing (laughs) right and believe it or not every night people gather every single night it just never it's there's never not a crowd on the street i remember being kind of blown away the first time i heard about it because i remember seeing stuff around austin a little bat statue here there like or on a mural there'd be some bats and stuff and i remember thinking like that's kind of like it's kind of weird mm-hmm. a little bit and then finding out that like oh there's this thing that everybody goes and watches all these bats yeah. fly out every night and it's so crazy. it's a whole deal yeah yeah it's just wild it is it, it is really wild it is seasonal um i should uh, give that disclaimer that i think it happens mid-march through early november okay so um you know just the hot months Right, right. When it's really hot, we stand go, there like, in the heat. go stand close to people and, right. and sweat and watch the bats. <laughs> That's true. But it's cool. <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat to see. Well, and the other thing about Austin, too, is it's in like if you're if you're familiar with Texas, it's kind of the start of what's called hill country. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Austin once and actually st- went out. And stayed in the hill country, like in a nearby town called Dripping Springs. Yeah. And we actually stayed in a teepee. Yeah. yeah which, so cool. Yeah. We like found a on, big, giant teepee. Right. It was a huge teepee, a legit teepee. Uh-huh. And um, out kind of in the middle of nowhere, like there were other, like there's a campground there mm-hmm. with these teepees. And there's like eight, eight to ten teepees out there. And they're all kind of like off on their own. So they're like kind of private, but it was super cool. We found it on Airbnb and it was a great thing to, to check out and like mark that off the bucket list of like stayed in a teepee and they had like a nice fire pit outside Uh and so cool. And like concrete floors. Yes. And a bed, like a legit bed in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and like there was a little space heater and electrical outlets so you could plug things in, uh, yeah. put lights up. Like we actually, we went right after Thanksgiving, the mm-hmm. year that we went, and we put Christmas lights up. Yeah, in that there. was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. And such a cool experience, except it rained. <laughs> it did rain. Like we got there the first night. The first night was great. Campfire, all that. And then in the middle of the night, it started raining. Yeah. And it rained and rained and rained. The whole rest of the and time. Rained. Yeah. And teepees are not waterproof. Nope. So, and the. And the, they forewarn you. Right. Right. They were upfront about it. They're like, hey, just so you know, there's rain in the forecast. And like these, they leak. So if you leave, like there's plastic, like a plastic tarp, basically put that over the bed to keep the bed dry. 
And it was, it was crazy because in my mind, I was like, okay, there's a spot or two where it leaks. That's fine. You avoid that spot. I'm kind of thinking of like a, like a traditional like home or something like that. But what you realize later on is that it's all, it's a teepee. So it's a bunch of poles all like stacked onto each other with canvas wrapped around them. And where the water comes in, it's at the top and it runs down the poles Mm -hmm. and then eventually drips off of the poles. But you have no idea when or where. So it's just like little random spots (laughs) where like the water drips. I remember like just about to fall asleep one night and right into my ear, like a drip, just like right like right into my ear and and it was cold cold too. yeah it was cold because it was like well christmas time yeah and man I, I just remember thinking like oh we're too far from anywhere to drive to a place oh, yeah. where it's dry and the roads that we it was far enough off the path that they forewarn you like you need a vehicle that can get you through some crazy um, roads. So like we had your FJ yeah. cruiser, which mm-hmm. was like such a relief yeah, um, because it was crazy trying to r- travel this. It wasn't even a road. It was like a dirt path. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. And so like that was one thing. Um, they also forewarn you like there won't be cell phone coverage. Um, and yes. so there was no, you know, like let's, you know, get online and you know (laughs) yeah do something else because we can't be outside by the fire so let's you know no yeah no not happening (laughs) it was pretty cold too they did have um heated blankets so yeah that that helped and like and the bed like the bed was comfortable and it It was was. nice that it was concrete because you could like you could get in out of out of the downpour and and everything was like clean in there like and really nice like I would definitely go back and say again and just mm-hmm. hope hope for no rain. But it it sort of forced us into kind of another unique adventure in that the next day we're like, okay, it's going to rain all day. We can't we can't sit in here all day and then just stay in here tonight too. So we need to figure out something and we drove to Fredericksburg. We sure did, but the night leading up to that was pretty rough for me. Oh, that's right. Because I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And yes. I, it was wet and it was cold <laughs> and it was dark. And I didn't exactly, we were so far out in the middle of nowhere. I, but I could not wait. I had to like get up in the middle of the night and use a bathroom. And so you know, this is a teepee. There's not a bathroom. So I had to like make my way to the, um, bathrooms, which were really nice bathrooms, mm-hmm. but they just weren't connected to the teepee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I woke you up and I was like, Hey, Jamin, I've got to go to the bathroom. If I'm not back in a few minutes, <laughs> like, you know, come find me. And, um, I resisted the urge to bring our dog for, as, protection um (laughs) yeah maggie stayed with me yeah and um and so i went and um and went to the bathroom well that was crazy in itself i think it was maybe the next night that i actually did have maggie with me Mm -hmm. i was taking her to use the bathroom at the end of the night and 
um, yeah, and we were about to go to bed and I took her around to use the bathroom and then I saw, we saw something and we, we were not sure what it was, but we saw basically behind someone's vehicle, there was four legs and it was, it, I couldn't decide if it was like a wolf or a deer. <laughs> Some kind of Gila monster. <laughs> it was scary though. And Maggie was like growling and she's scared of everything. And I'm scared of everything. So we were not the best duo yeah. for that. But you guys hyped each other on that plan. We were, I was like, hey, get out of here. <laughs> and I like got out my, fortunately, I did have my phone with me. Even though I didn't have reception, I still had a light to shine and so i was like shining my light and screaming at the four legs <laughs> and then they disappeared and i never found out what it was but it was a little <laughs> it was very dramatic yeah but back to fredericksburg yes did, <laughs> yes so we uh we did go to fredericksburg like when it wasn't night it wasn't scary but <laughs> right <laughs> it was still raining. It was still raining. It rained all day. But Fredericksburg was really cool. Like I love Fredericksburg. Oh, my gosh. I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah, like a ton of shopping, um, restaurants, stuff yeah. like that. So we went. It was kind of funny because we were in, like, camping. We were in our, like, camping clothes. And I was, like, dressed to go camping. And we're, like, shopping in Fredericksburg and all yeah. that stuff. But it was fun. Like, it was great to walk around. And uh, we stopped in a couple of places and uh, had had breakfast, had a cocktail here or there, like, as we shopped and, and spent some time. Yeah. And just hanging out in, in Fredericksburg where it was dry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's got so many. It's a really dog-friendly community, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had been there um, about a year before and um, had uh, brought Maggie, our dog. And so I'd actually been, like romping around the streets <laughs> shopping with her and people will let you bring your their your dog into their yeah. stores which is kind of crazy um and yeah you can um it's an open container environment so you can um get yourself a glass of wine and go shopping with it yeah and so people are out and about just you know having a beer and um a lot of german influences yeah the really really cool city like it was a originally a German settlement like way back in the day and they yeah. like hang on to a lot of that which is really neat yeah they really embrace it yeah yeah a lot of the a lot of the restaurants the food and stuff like that it all has that German twist to it and, and it's really cool bed and breakfasts too mm -hmm. that yeah. was like have that vibe as well so yeah definitely worth going and, and checking out kind of in and of its own right and and really surprising for Texas you don't expect to come across a little German village with German right. food, you right. know, and but they really embrace it and it makes it even cooler because they do. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another thing close to Austin is Pertinalis State Park. Yeah. Uh, we've been there and went hiking and it's um, it's got these falls that kind of like basically massive stair step, like like tennis court size stair step down falls of like the water and it makes these big pools and runs and you can hike down there we can hike down to the river and and all that kind of stuff yeah. we did that um, and the riverbed is like all rock yeah and it's what makes it look so unique is you've got all this rock that just stair steps its way down and all the water flows down all these steps of rock um that makes it really cool and creates these unique pools of water kind of yeah people can swim in or mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was it was really cool i was glad that we glad that we did that um hadn't 
you know, it was one of those where I was like, oh yeah, I've heard it. Like I've heard of the Perdinalis river, but I was not expecting it to be as cool as it was. Yeah. And getting to do that hike was, was really fun. Yeah, for oh, sure. And it, it's in the, like that hill country is also wine country. Wine country. Yep. yep. So there's a bunch of vineyards. Uh, there's also a lot of distilleries mm-hmm. out there. So kind of a little bit of everything depends on what you like, but you can find something really cool. Go out and do a wine tasting. There's even a lot of them you can stay at. Um, distilleries the same way. You can go like sample, yeah, sample stuff and find what you like and uh, just a lot of local stuff. A lot of really cool stuff out there. And Hill Country kind of has its own vibe it sort of has that high desert feel to it Mm -hmm. where stuff is it's kind of dry but it's a lot of hills and mesquite and things like that it's it's really really pretty and cool and um just sort of its own its own unique twist and it's all right there um just outside of Austin. Yeah. And you know not far from Austin too is um the Guadalupe River which actually has a ton of like right. um, trees and all kinds of stuff. But it, I, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing it out there because it's pretty close. It's fairly close to yeah. Austin. Mm-hmm. And it's got a great vibe. People go rafting down that river and have a jolly good time. It is, I mean, it is quite its own scene as well. Um, and there's a Schlitterbahn there. Like it's all pretty um, pretty close to Austin as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, that like that part of Texas is really cool. If you haven't ever been there, definitely worth making a trip to go check out. Yeah, uh, so many things to do in and around Austin. Yeah. Um, it's a great, especially in the fall when the weather's not quite like when the heat is just kind of taking Dying the edge off. off summer a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can still do all the outdoor stuff and and get involved in all that. So definitely plan a trip in the spring or fall when the weather's great and go check it out. Like it's really cool. For sure. And as always, we will post some photos from our different adventures in Austin and you can find those on our social media pages. You guys know we are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And um, that's also a great place. If you guys are out there on those channels, tag us whenever you're traveling and um, let us see your travel photos. We love that kind of stuff. Um, And then when we're not traveling, we absolutely want to be living through you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what's going on so that we can can have FOMO with you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And if you did enjoy today's episode make sure you rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to the travel fomo podcast uh, you can also find out more about us at uh, travelfomopodcast.com and connect with us there if you so choose and we'd love to hear from you that's right and our next stop of the season is San Antonio. Yeah. So it is just an hour south of Austin. Um, it's a destination all in its own right. It's got all of its own stuff. There's the Riverwalk there. Um, it was one of the first of its kind. Um, it's got boutiques, restaurants, bars, all kinds of things. And it's a huge draw. But, you know, a lot of people don't know that it's just a small piece of what that city has to offer. And you're going to want to consume all of it because life is short wander well 